Hello, and welcome to another insightful episode of The Backstory by Commercial Observer. As the winds of change sweep across the industry, many firms find themselves amidst challenges from shifting interest rates to looming loan maturities and the unpredictable office sector. Yet in the center of this storm stands a beacon of resilience and success, Newmark. Our executive editor, Kathy Cunningham, sat down with our editor-in-chief, Max Gross, to unravel the story behind Newmark's remarkable journey. From Barry Gosen's relentless pursuit of talent to the groundbreaking decision of hiring Doug Harmon and Adam Spees, settle in and let's unravel this tale of tenacity, talent, and triumphant transformation. Welcome to Backstory. I'm Max Gross. Um, I'm here with Kathy Cunningham. Um, Kathy, hello. Hi, Max. How are you today? Oh, I'm exhausted, but fine. Um, long day of, of Commercial Observer conferences, um, but um, it is the day that the cover story of this week's Commercial Observer uh, landed, and it's the cover story you wrote about um, Newmark. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about this story? So this story's really been a few uh, months, probably actually more months in the making. Um, it's a really interesting time in the market, a really interesting time for capital market specifically in terms of market sectors. Uh, and what we've seen Newmark do recently is make some really big moves, um, create some really big headlines. Uh, in February, we saw they hired... Uh, Doug Harmon, Adam Spees from Cushman, obviously two massive names in investment sales and capital markets. That was swiftly followed by the signature loan portfolio sale mandate that they got. So we wanted to take a look at what's happening at Newmark, what are some of the recent kind of big moves there, what's what's their strategy in terms of growth, and also if they have an end game in terms of the people they're hiring and also the, the businesses that they're growing and pursuing. Well, uh, did we get an answer to that? Do they have an end game? They do have an end game. Well, one of the, they have several actually, but one big Some end. spoilers. We could do a few spoilers <laughs> here. But. Uh, one big goal, I think, for Barry Gosen that you told me is that they really want to be number one in capital markets when it comes to brokerages. So that's something that Barry has been targeting for a while now, I think. Prior to 2015, they had what he referred to as a fledgling uh, capital markets business. Um, And with that in mind, he knew there was an opportunity for them to step into that space and to really take the crown. Um, While leasing is a big part of Newmark's background, he saw that as too broad a sector for them to really get the number one spot. But for capital markets, he saw that as a good opportunity for them to collect great talent. And that really is key from what I can understand at Newmark, collecting this top talent and then go forth and try and get the capital markets crown. Well, so talent obviously is the the big part of this or or it's it's one of two big parts. Um, Doug Harmon and Adam Spies. Now, um, those who you know, follow the real estate business, know their names. They've been around forever. Um, they've, they've worked everywhere. I think most recently they were at Cushman and Wakefield. Um, and, you know, of the names in the capital markets area, there, there are very few that can compete with them. I mean, they do billions of dollars of business every year. So how did the dance go for, like, luring Harmon and Spees to Newmark? 
Well, it's quite a long and not always merry dance. Okay. <laughs> not a merry so, dance. I so, love that, well, Kathy. now it's a merry dance. But, um, you know, um, Barry goes and sat with me and basically told me that, you know, for, for many years now, he's tried to recruit Doug Harmon and Adam Spees. They're always kind of on his wish list as obviously two of the most prolific capital markets uh, brokers in New York and actually more nationally now also. Uh, and six years ago, he did have some conversations with them saying, hey, will you come to Newmark? Um, but they already had it in mind they wanted to move to Cushman uh, and so at some point Doug Harmon had to make that difficult conversation to Barry Gosen and say I'm really sorry we're not going to go with Newmark this time we're going to go to Cushman Wakefield um, to which Barry Gosen said that you know he was he felt heartbroken um, at the time. And he said that, you know, first of all, he said that Doug Harmon wasn't overly empathetic. Um, but he also said that somebody that he had hired successfully from Cushman um, actually called him up and said, hey, how did you miss those guys? Just to rub salt in the wound. So poor Barry. Poor Barry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, like, did you get any sense of how they've been fitting in? They've been, so it's been like six months, seven months, something like that since they moved. It's been seven months now. Yeah. And you know, from, I think, First of all, to, to rewind a little bit further, I think but the time they were at Cushman to when they joined Newmark was kind of a really important time because they were kind of keeping an eye on how Newmark was doing in terms of building out its capital markets practice. Some of the people they were hiring, some of the areas they're kind of growing in. Um, and, you know, I think it's for the, so I think when the time finally came in February, February this year, February, February 15th, excuse me, uh, this year, uh, when uh, Doug and Adam went over to, to Newmark, I think all the stars really aligned in terms of it being the right company for them to move to at that time when their contract was up with Cushman Wakefield. Um, and from, from there, you know, I think the surprising thing, and I think even surprising to people that I spoke with at Newmark, is only six weeks into uh, Doug, and our, Doug and Adam's hiring, um, they got the signature loan portfolio mandate. So it almost seems like that was the kind of cherry on the cake in terms of getting these two, you know, incredible investment sales brokers on staff and then getting really, you know, what I would say is the assignment of the, certainly of the cycle of the, the century, if you want to call it, whatever you want to call it, but the signature her loan portfolio um, sale is, you know, something that every single person in real estate is talking about. Everybody's been waiting for this to really come to market. Um, and now it's here. So um, exciting times. Well, did they take you at all through how they actually won that? Like, what, 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 why, why did they go to, to Newmark? They couldn't talk me through that. That was something I think is pretty under wrap just because it is an active, um, you know, process just now in terms of the, the selling of the loans. Um, but I do think... Having Doug and Adam on board uh, is certainly something that's very, very key in them winning that mandate. Um, obviously, you know, these are two brokers that have worked through cycles. Um, they were East Hill before Cushman. They have extensive market experience. They're known for, for numerous parts of capital markets activity, including loan sales and, you know, deep, deep relationships, deep institutional relationships. And now, obviously, they're also going to be pairing up with Newmark's debt team, Dustin Stoley, Jordan Rochlab. Um, so it's really, I think, you know, like I said, almost like a lining of stars in terms of perfect circumstances for, for this sale and for that kind of partnership. Uh-huh. And um, so you sat with Barry, you sat with um, Doug and Adam and, and, and Dustin Stoley and Jordan Rushlaub. How do they feel about all this stuff? Are they like, you know, over the moon? Are they like giddy or what's going on with them? I mean, I think they're they're pretty happy. I think they're pretty pumped. I think, you know, from what I can gather, before... 
um, before Adam and Doug came over, there was kind of a sense that there was a lot of individual talent in Newmark and people are being rec recognized on an individual basis in terms of, oh, that guy's a great broker, this guy's so strong as a debt broker, this guy's this and that, or this girl. Um, but now it seems to be that now they've kind of rounded out their capital markets business, it seems to be they're, they're being, becoming a force to be reckoned with more holistically. And I think for that reason, I think people are really, really happy. It seems to be that all the moves that they've been making up to this point have now made them this collective whole that really is a force to be reckoned with in this market. So I think people are very happy. I mean, I spoke with, when I spoke with Jordy Rochlob, he said that um, he just thinks that Adam and Doug joining the table is just going to basically increase their transaction volume, increase their kind of presence. Um, so, so that can only be a good thing, right? Especially in this market. Yeah. And you said guys and girls. Yes. Elizabeth Hart was recently uh, named like... Um, I guess, head of leasing or is uh, that? Liz Hart. Yeah, she's um, U head of leasing for the U.S. and for Canada as well. And um, she actually sits in the West Coast, but she was in town. So I, I interviewed her also. And Tamar Moy. And Tamar Moy, who right. heads up a workplace strategy for, for Newmark too. Uh -huh. um, and they both, you know, very similar. Um, you know, I think a lot of this article also, I think, kind of taps into just some really forward-looking moves that Newmark has made. Um, you know, they started their workplace strategy group 2017. Um, Tamar was actually at a um, architecture firm before, uh, focused on workplace strategy. They brought her over in 2017, um, and they've really started talking to clients, potential clients, about you know their office needs, what they're looking for, what tenants are looking for today, what makes sense for their overall portfolio. And um, Tamar has been this really kind of you know important person for them in terms of advising their clients. Uh, as they make their next move in this really challenging office environment. Um, and also, you know, she described to me that she's also a really useful person for the brokers to, to bring to a meeting because while brokers love a good deal and they'll, you know, put the hard sell on people, I'm sure, and make, you know, that kind of meeting happen, um, she's also a softer voice in there saying, but okay, but what about the people in this deal? What do they look for in this space? Or how do they, you know, how are they looking at this space? So uh, it's a different kind of angle for them too. So um, I think she's been a great person for, for Newmark. Now, one last question and then... Um we should encourage people to read the story, but um, <laughs> I, I am curious. So Newmark is probably smaller than like CBRE or, or Cushman and Wakefield. So they're only about like 7,000. 7,000. I yeah. was surprised to see that number. That was, it was a smaller number than too, I saw. Thought. You know, but um, I think as Dustin Stoley told me in this, um, this article, you know, they, they actually kind of pride themselves on uh, remaining lean. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be too bloated. They want to be a really lean machine that kind of functions very efficiently and encourages collaboration. I think Barry said to me, if it gets too big, then collaboration is really, really tough. And they really do pride themselves on being able to collaborate, communicate, get deals done um, very efficiently by having fewer staff than some of their competitors, um, which I think is a you know really interesting thing. And they're also very focused on talent. So it's kind of talent first, rather than just getting a ton of people in the door doing the same job, basically. So that I thought was pretty interesting. Well, Barry goes in, smart guy. Very smart guy. And good glasses. And great glasses. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, he's he's got what to be boasting about. I mean, like, this is quite a team, quite a, an assignment. Um, it was a good year for Newmark. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing you mentioned was, you know, even during the pandemic, which is a tough time, they went on such a hiring spree in 2019, 2018, that um, these people are in what he called the gestation period, which is basically is when they're they're learning, they're ramping up, ready to go. So even with all the volatility that came with COVID, um, when the market kind of came back and, you know, with, with real force in the end of 2021, 
that set of people are ready to go and they had one of their best quarters ever. They were just so prepared. So I think that he sees more and more of this kind of these pockets where they can really push forward as others are scaling back because they've had this kind of you know, hiring of talent, this little, you know, ramp up here, then that talent is ready to go. So he seems to have a really good game plan in terms of releasing talent into the market when they're ready. Uh, and also just, you know, like I said, marching forward. He said, continue march to greatness, I think he said, but um, <laughs> marching forward while others are kind of, you know, either sitting back or pausing, so a little bit worried about the market. So, so yeah, I think, I think he's very proud of what he's accomplished. And it was great to sit with, with Barry and, and his staff, obviously, and just hear what they've been up to. All right, cover story this week, September 12th, 2023. Kathy Cunningham, our, our executive editor. Um, so I invite everybody to read it. Thank you so much for uh, talking, Kathy. Well, thank you for having me, Max. It's a pleasure, <laughs> as always. All right, speak soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into our discussion today. If you're intrigued by the dynamics of Newmark and its visionaries, be sure to head over to our website, commercialobserver.com, to read the complete article detailing this riveting journey. And don't forget, our podcast is available on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do so to stay updated with our latest discussions as soon as they are released. Until next time, Keep seeking knowledge and transforming perspectives. This has been Commercial Observer's The Backstory.